You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Howdy, folks, and welcome to the Oz Network. Um, that's right. We're redoing the intro. We're just rolling with this one. Uh, if you only knew what we talked about just seconds before we hit the it's Lost's biggest mystery, I think. Uh, we are back for yet another episode, zooming through season two, one 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 week at a time, of course. Um, this time we're into maternity leave, which aired on the first of March two thousand six, um, and was written by the Dawn Lambertson ah. Kelly and the Matt Raganati. Good guy. Oh, Rag- Rag- sounds like a pastor or something. Matt Raganati. Um, <laughs> And directed by our friend Jack Bender. Um, my name is Noah, and my baby has a fever. <laughs> and my name is Ben, and I was hoping to borrow a saw. Um, <laughs> you're right. Your quotes were really. These boring. quotes suck. I've literally got such shit quotes. You want the other ones? I could have gone with. Uh, baby needs it, Claire. Okay. Uh, <laughs> visualize yourself <laughs> when you're pregnant. Uh, Rodents. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're talking about everyone's favourite Australian. Um, Guy Pearce. <laughs> yeah, Grant Bowler. Uh, we're talking one. about Claire, my baby. My baby. Um, it's a Claire episode, maternity leave. Um, look, maternity leave is not the greatest episode of Lost to ever be around, but for all those people who said that season two never answered anything and they stopped watching the show because they weren't getting answers. I mean, the 23rd Psalm pretty much gave us everything about the plane and we got to see the monster. What Kate did, we saw what Kate did. The other 48 days, oh, we saw all Oh, that's what happened the... in that episode. Oh. <laughs> we saw all about uh, the the tailies and then the first three episodes t- taught us all about the hatch, orientation, stuff like that. And this one answers pretty much a huge chunk of... A plot line that happened in season one with Raised by Another and Homecoming and Exodus. So there's lots of answers this week. It's kind of a conclusive episode. So it's not the greatest, but it, it, there's definitely some meat in there. Uh, meat, yeah. Um, not like good meat, like chicken or steak. It's, I don't know, like, um, what's a boring issue? Silverside or something. I don't know. Like, I mean, I like Silverside. Yeah, Silverside, you know, you, you give or take. It depends on the day. <laughs> um, Lamb? I don't like lamb, so not lamb. Lamb? Lamb's not boring. I don't like lamb. Lamb's shit. Um, turkey. Ah, oh, turkey's good. Leave turkey alone. Uh, <laughs> turkey? But turkey's boring. Turkey's not boring. Turkey's great. It's a boring meat. Turkey's better than lamb. <laughs> gobble, gobble. But lamb isn't boring. Um, anyway. Turkey's a boring meat. Meat Oz, coming soon to the Oz. <laughs> We're debating your favourite. Ranking the top ten meats. Um, chicken. <laughs> yeah, chicken's number one. Always. Be- <laughs> Venison. Uh, <laughs> no, not number three. Duck. Well, oh, I re- I'm a huge duck fan. That would be in my top five. I'm a big duck fan. Uh, I, I, like I would put lamb in the top five. Kangaroo's good. Good slice of kangaroo. Yeah, oh, that would probably be at about ninth or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nine. I've eaten whale before. I'm going to put that down down low. Um, I've had bison and meats up there. Um, crocodile. Um, <laughs> uh, crocodile is alright, but it's... crocodile. Now that's a boring meat. Crocodile literally tastes like chicken. Um, well, yeah, but like a 
tasteless. I love the chicken. fact that we are, uh, you know, maternity leave. We're talking about meat. Uh, this essentially sums up <laughs> maternity leave. Um, yeah, this episode is an episode of Lost. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's all right. There's some stuff I like about this. It's a bit boring, but there's nothing bad about it. I feel, uh, except for. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I tell you what. Uh, after watching this, I want to sign up to the Emily Duravan School of Acting. <laughs> really? Like, where do I sign up? Um, just so impressed. Um, yeah, we talk about actors in this show about getting nominated for awards. Um, Emily Duravan probably rightfully so didn't get nominated for awards is there a tv version of the razzie um the tazzies uh <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't tell you um yeah i ah uh, yeah i don't know um but it's emily deraven hmm how, how's she going she good uh- <laughs> i think she's out of work <laughs> oh that's unusual like, I mean, she has been working non-stop since this show. Yeah, but so. once upon a time, I mean, if we're talking about acting chops, I mean... I mean, I, I say move over, Hugh Jackman. Uh, <laughs> Emily DeRappin is Australia's pride and joy in Hollywood. Kate Blanchett? Come on now, two-time Academy Award winner, Kate yeah, Blanchett. move over, Kate. Talking the get females here, Nicole Kidman? Go away! Yeah. Kate Blanchett, See get you, Nicole. Chris Hemsworth, who? Chris who? <laughs> what? Get out. Emily DeRappin. Um... <laughs> I don't know if we're Australia's only lost podcast, but we are so proud of Emily. Oh, um, I'd rather TV's Kimberly Joseph, to be completely honest with you. But um, I mean, we tease, but I would love to chat with Emily. Oh, of course, we, I think she's no. Uh, we really might lovely. already have at the time of this being released, or not. I don't know. <laughs> no, we have probably not. <laughs> probably listen to me. <laughs> cries every time we'll just come um, on the show hello i'm emily deravin great to be on the off <laughs> network uh, yeah uh, no i couldn't make it uh to this interview so i'm ben and i'm interviewing emily emily welcome to the show hello where's my bike? <laughs> uh, no one will know the difference um so this is one i feel like we do the flashbacks as they occur in the episode. Oh, do we get it's... the annoying scream like, ah, boom, ah, boom. <laughs> Yeah, because I guess it's, it's almost memories rather than flashbacks this time. Um, so I, I feel it's appropriate to just go forward in the episode. Um, and the episode starts with Aaron crying. <laughs> that baby sound effect that they use on this show is so damn annoying. <laughs> it's the same one every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so annoying. Um, it's a very and, long previously uh, on, isn't it? Like this is this is the longest like previously on Lost. Oh. I swear it goes for, like twenty minutes. Now that's funny that you mentioned that because I'm watching this on Netflix, so I don't get the previously ons. But oh, that's funny long. that you mentioned this because in uh, not Nikki Vanderzil, Nikki Stafford's book, um, they actually mentioned that. So that's really interesting that you noted that because it says the previously on Lost segments at the beginning of the episode are getting increasingly longer because season two suffered severely from terrible scheduling by the networks. Right. Networks? I think it's just network. Uh, flip through the episode guide and look at the air dates. You'll see that fans would wait three ep- three weeks for a new episode. Get one, then wait another four. Get two, wait another three. Get one, wait another five, etc. It was a ridiculous way to treat fans of such a complex show. Luckily, 
ABC listened to fan complaints, complaints and agreed that in season three, the show would be shown in two solid blocks with no repeats. Well, how did that work out for you, ABC? Hashtag bear cage plotline for six episodes. Um, <laughs> if only she knew when she wrote that. Uh, so that's interesting that you mentioned that. I'll have to go back and uh, watch that because I haven't noticed that before. Um, but of course, Claire uh, is asking old Gummy Joe, her, her new her new bay, uh, for some help. Um, so locks off to get Jack from the hatch, um, waking him up mid nap, uh, and leaves him in the hatch. Uh, and then who could it be showing up out of nowhere? Boone! Uh, <laughs> no, not no. Boone. Bonjour, it's Rissa. <laughs> Hello, everybody! She really does just show up like the neighbour from a sitcom or something. She just shows up out of nowhere, like, when it's appropriate. Um, so, I love Russo. I always take a random Russo appearance over anything. Um, and he's infected, isn't he? Uh, and... Look at my notes here. Claire doesn't remember. Has quick visions of everything. This is the... Ah! Oh, so annoying! The entire in one thing. Um, and then Kate to the rescue, telling Russo to piss off. Um, and then Jack is inspecting Aaron, and he's fine. Jack thinks there is no infection, which he's right. Um, so... She, he just says to wait it out, but she doesn't want to. Um, and Russo, you don't remember. Um, so the next day, uh, Kate and Claire are off to Libby. Um, who She loves to name drop her job, doesn't she? <laughs> I was a clinical psychologist. Any chance she gets, she's Kooky Libby. straight into that. Yeah, I'm a clinical psychologist. Um, I, I loved this, though. Uh, because Claire asks Libby to help her remember her amnesia. And Libby says, I don't think you have amnesia. Uh, maybe you were just blocking your memories. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Libby. You were here for everything. Uh, isn't that amnesia? <laughs> I don't think you have amnesia. I just think you can't remember. <laughs> That's why she's not really uh, a doctor. She's just crazy. <laughs> like Amnesia? The thing where you don't remember and you block memories. <laughs> uh, but she's going to help uh, Claire unblock the memories to find out what the others did to Aaron. Um, so back in the hatch, uh, Jack's feeding Henry um, with his little tray and Locke's giving him some books or a book. And I love this. You don't have any Stephen King. <laughs> uh, Stephen King was actually a celebrity fan of this show. So that's... Um, kind of cool nod to him um i love Locke. what are we doing jack <laughs> jack's like oh, what are we doing um i just want to know what the long-term plan is um and then uh what would you call it comeback jack we don't have a long-term plan for that button but we keep pushing that that's a good point um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it really is. But my favourite bit from the episode is Henry from Inside the Armoury. Uh, I don't know if you picked up on it. It's just a faint. Why don't you let me go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Like, a nice little comic uh, timing from an otherwise not hilarious plotline revolving Henry. There are some funny moments, but that that was great. Why don't you let me go? <laughs> um, so Libby and Claire are doing a bit of meditation, some yoga uh, to try and remember. Uh, and we get Claire's first vision. Uh, she's unlocked her memories, or at least part of it. Um, so 
this is interesting because this is I like it when Lost breaks up the flashback structure um, and tries new things and this is really the first time they've done that since the other 48 days so this time it's all on island flashbacks and the second episode to be set entirely on the island um, I like this as a way of explaining what happened to Claire doing kind of vision flashback memories because I mean what else were we going to see from Claire off the island so I, I thought this was a clever way of doing a Claire episode is this her last ever flashback episode no because don't forget who her uh, baby daddy is. Oh, or right. not her baby daddy of her old daddy is that's right um yeah i mean i, I kind of like the idea i'm with you i kind of i think it's clever because i think like they could have easily just kind of explained this away in some way like it's kind of some other tv shows probably would have they were just like oh well she got lost in the jungle she got amnesia and she will never remember it again you know what i mean just kind of gel over it yeah but um yeah it's kind of it is kind of interesting that they do go back and you know we like sort of normal ethan here um <laughs> you know ma- maternal ethan uh, Dr. Ethan. Um, Dr. Ethan. Dr. E. Um, you know. That's that's a spin-off, Dr. Ethan. Dr. Ethan. MD. <laughs> With Tom Cruise showing up every now and then. It's an MD. Hey, baby, cuz. <laughs> Tom, Tom Cruise making cameo appearance. Yeah, just going off. You're so unsuccessful, you've only been in Lost. <laughs> Why couldn't Tom Cruise play Goodwin? And they could have been brothers or something. Let's see if they got Tom Cruise for Lost. Like, <laughs> Jack's older brother. You know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, this is still around the time when not many big-name celebrities are doing TV. You know, it's kind of only really a couple here oh, and they there. They got Michelle Rodriguez. But it's like, you know, like there, there, it seems to be interesting. Like, oh, he could have been Jacob. <laughs> Imagine that for a twist. No, he should have been, um, uh, oh, Randy. He should have been, Rand- like, just an oh, ongoing dip, you know, cameo. But, um, you know, there are, there are still, I think, some A-listers in Hollywood who will still not do TV. I think Tom Cruise is probably one of them. Uh, you know, Meryl Streep probably will never do TV. Um, I don't know. They're rich, are they? <laughs> I mean, every other big-name actor's doing TV now, so it's... I mean, of... Kevin Spacey would like to continue, but oh, can't. Oh, come on. Just... <laughs> that was so what? 2017, Noah. We're in 2018 <laughs> now, remember. Uh, we've moved on to Michael Emerson, apparently. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Emily DeRoe. <laughs> My baby, come here. <laughs> Where, where, me too. Um, but <laughs> what are we even talking about? Oh, Ethan, yes, the flashback. Tom Cruise. Um, <laughs> Tom Cruise. It just gives. I just really get irked at this. Ah, burr, ah, burr. like I see what they're trying to do, but I don't know. There's just something about it that gives me the shits. But um, yeah, I like the way they sort of edit it when they're like, "Oh, you're traveling to uh, Los Angeles, are you?" And oh, you know, you'll be there soon. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's kind of a good setup, and it's like, duh, 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 there's Ethan. So yeah. Yeah, so that's fun to see Ethan back. I, I, I'm, I'm an Ethan fan. Hashtag Team Ethan. Um, team Goodwin. I love Ethan. Nah, <laughs> Team Ethan. Um, but his haircut is totally not consistent um, with what it was in season one. And it's also a terrible haircut. Oh, um, it's the Tom Cruise not family that I, haircut. <laughs> not that I'm an expert on all things haircuts but <laughs> it's like something from the 70s or something um so it's ethan they're in the little thing um in the little well we think it's like a hospital or something and he's putting a needle into claire's tummy um so that's all she um saw and she says she saw ethan she wants to find the room um 
we get our nice little dose of echo in the episode. He's cutting down a tree. All oh, oiled up and lubed up. Look at him go. Yeah. You know. Those muscles. Yeah. He's like James Clement. Yeah. Sliding on those banana, mats banana trying etiquette. to collect balls. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I wonder what the trees are going to be for. Maybe one of the dumbest ongoing plot lines in the show. He's building um, a Bible. A Bible. A Bible. <laughs> Church, <laughs> the same thing. What are you building, Echo? A giant Bible. <laughs> a reenacting Bible. Page one, in the beginning. <laughs> well, you really meant that, starting at the He's beginning. He's building a church, people. He's building a freaking I mean, like, church. I guess it's better than uh, a kitchen or whatever Charlie and Saeed are building next week. But um, So he wants a saw. Um, you got to do an echo, but come on. Hello, 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 yeah, John. This is just a thing I think we're discovering in this rewatch. The echo loves to say hello so much. Every episode he's in, hello. I just love it. I just love he's just the, 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 like, hello, John. I was hoping to borrow a saw. <laughs> just, just so like, how could you not like this man? He's just the way I was hoping to borrow. Like, he could be like, come at you. Excuse me. I would like to rob you for a million dollars. And you'd give it to him. Like, you know. I mean, he probably has done that in the past. Um, <laughs> what's with Jack hiding in the armory, though? I never get this. Well, I guess he doesn't want him to see Henry, right? Yeah, but why doesn't he just tell Henry to shut up and then he... He's like, oh no, it's Mr. Echo, I'm scared of him. Maybe he's scared of Mr. Echo. Hold me, Henry. I really hate the way he says hello. Hello. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) That guy scares me. Henry, He's building a giant Bible. (laughs) He's gone mad. Um, So, Echo wants the saw. Uh, John, yes, of course. Um, Kate. Now, I like Kate, but just... Sometimes when she tries to be a badass, I just cringe. I need a gun and you don't get to ask why. Um, but Sawyer's great. Yes, I do. Watch. <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah. I mean, you'll probably defend it, but... I don't think it's sometimes that bad. I mean, I'm not going to say that. I don't think it's that bad. I need a gun. You don't get to ask why. One thing I do like about this episode, I do like the kind of... He calls her Thelma. I do like the kind of Thelma Louise, like girl power kind of thing of this episode of Kate and Claire and Russo off on their little mission. I think it's kind of cool. Um, so she tells Sawyer what's up. Uh, they're going after Russo. Uh, and Sawyer's going to give her a gun. Well, do you want a rifle or a 9 millimeter? <laughs> like, Jeez, a rifle. Um, what, does Kate know how to shoot a rifle? Oh, she knows everything. She can track. She can shoot a rifle. Oh yeah, she's There's female. Dumb tracking moment this episode. Uh, Claire's leaving Aaron with son, um, <laughs> and then son. A mother should not leave her child. Are you a mother, son? <laughs> Dick <Hashtag> Claire. Foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's got a point. Claire is the mother. Everyone's always trying to tell Claire what to do, but. Um, still a bit declare, uh, but yeah, foreshadowing coming up. Um, and then we have our second vision of the episode. Uh, Ethan's putting the needle in Claire, and Ethan's got a surprise for her. Um, Loopy takes Claire. her down the hallway, yeah, out of it. Like, oh, what's happening? She's actually a better Ethan? actress when she's on drugs. I just point that out. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you say so. 
Um, <laughs> so we're in some sort of station here, which we'll learn is the staff, um, third station that we're seeing of the show. Uh, and Ethan's set up, well, maybe not Ethan, but the, the other's interior designer, uh, maybe the old woman from the book club or something like that. So apparently they've got some sort of designer, has set up a room for the baby. Mr. Friendly or whatever his name is, he's painted the room out. Is it Mr. Friendly? Yeah. Is, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. That's what he gets up to in his spare time when he's not kidnapping. Gonna have to take uh, the boy. Children. Hey, boy, what do you think uh, of this room? <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what they've got. We've finally answered what they did with Wall. Yeah, they got him. To... <laughs> he's an artist. He's an what? English daddy's. <laughs> Runs in the family. That's why they're uh, getting. That's why they kidnap him. Right, uh, we need to kidnap your boy so you come and paint a room for us. All right, here's Walt back. Thanks for coming. <laughs> bye bye. Yeah, thanks for that, Walt. Bye. <laughs> um, and we have what happened to Charlie? And then. <laughs> Lying, Ethan. I let him go back um, uh, um, after we took off or whatever he says. Uh, and do you like this or do you think it's dumb that there's like a plane cradle spinner thing? Is that just kind of cool or is it kind of dumb? It doesn't make sense. Like, like did the, It doesn't make sense. Are they but planning guess, for uh, this plane to crash so he's all the ocean? <laughs> like, uh, I mean, it's kind of like a nice little... It's just a visual It's thing. just a random thing. But uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't really make sense. Like, yeah. No. Is that uh, Catch a yeah. Falling Star? That's Catch playing? a Falling yeah. Star. Um, oh, God, I can't wait till season six. The only good thing about Jungle Loopy Claire is uh, when all the people at the temple get slaughtered and you just hear her humming that. Oh, so good. Yeah, but that's when... Uh, probably the only good Claire moment well, ever. I just want to jump in here because I just wanted to say kind of, like, one thing I do not like about this episode, and, like, I don't... I'm not... Tr- like, I know we joke about Emily DeRaven and Claire, but I think I kind of went into this saying that I was never... Well, <laughs> maybe not. I kind of said, like, she was never, like, my favourite. But, like, she's definitely one that just goes down so much. I think... I find it, like, when we're yeah. trying to be critical about things, that we're, I don't know if you're watching it differently, but she is so annoying in this episode. And just, like, yeah. the fact that, you know, the way she's just like, oh, my baby's sick and I know there's something wrong. And Jack's just like, well, babies get sick. Claire. No, something's wrong. Like, there's something <laughs> wrong with it. I'm going to go in the jungle and find out. Like, she's just so <laughs> yeah, She really is annoying. <laughs> but um, but I, was gonna just... I mean, in, in defence to that, though, pretty much every character who's had their flashback episode this season has been super annoying in True. their flashback episode. Hello, Charlie. But uh, the one thing I will say is that I kind of actually start to like Claire a little bit more when she's actually, like, crazy squirrel baby Claire. Because, I don't know, there's just... Oh. Like, the way, like, I'm not, like, like her. Like, oh, she's the best. But, like, I don't know, you can just kind of understand... Like, I think Emily DeRaven plays stoned and crazy better than normal. <laughs> so, like... like... she is supposed to be in an American comedy movie, uh, High Girl number four at a party. <laughs> That's what Emily DeRaven needs to be, um... She's... I mean, like, it's like, okay, like, this is a big Santa break. Like, I mean, I, I, I watched Roswell when I was younger. I don't remember her in it. Um, I mean, I can't imagine she's going to be any good in it. I mean, Roswell was campy at best with its alien love story. Ooh, they're aliens and they're in New Mexico. Let's fall in love. Like, you know, okay. But, like, um, yeah, I don't know. There's just She just seems out of place in this show. It's just, like, they have to have an Australian. I, I like that connection. But, like... Could they not have yeah. gone like like in all seriousness? Kimberly Joseph is a better actor. Like she <laughs> she honest swap them around, make Claire the flight attendant, and have like Kimberly Joseph as Claire. Like that would have been better if I and I know. find Kimberly Joseph sexy as well. Well, yeah, she's we- like she no, I'm with you there. Like she's 
like milfy hot. Not that that counts for everything, but no. But I'm with you. Like I, I, but I still think Emily Durabin's a very attractive woman. I, I mean, I always kind of had a bit of a crush on her. She's cute. But um, I don't know. Just like swap them around. If you're gonna have actually Australian actresses, like just there you go. I don't know if I see Emily Durabin as the Cindy. Uh, <laughs> is your drink not strong enough, Jack? The children. Where are the children? Where are the children? Where's the babies? <laughs> but you can see Kimberly Joseph like giving a real theatrical like, where's the baby? Where's the baby? <laughs> My baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, oh, I don't think it saves it. I think it's just the character of Claire. Um, <laughs> They're like, Kate Blanchett could not do this role justice, people, all right? Where's my baby? Thou out my baby. baby. <laughs> um, Nicole I mean, Kidman. Yeah, ah, not I don't know how Nicole Kidman goes. Anyway, move on. Em- well, Tom Emily Cruise, Durant. if we had well, Tom Cruise in it, Nicole Kidman, there you go, get them back well, together. <laughs> well, I think Nicole Kidman has that kind of posh kind of accent like yeah. Claire, She's that kind proper. of Hollywood, Australian proper accent. Um, well, we definitely know Nicole Kidman's been to Hobart. I don't know if Emily DeRaven has, but uh, we'll definitely get we get Emily DeRaven. Uh, Have you been to Hobart, oh, Emily? <laughs> Surely. Well, she, she was quite young in this show, and if she was in Roswell, she must have moved to Hollywood pretty early, but... Um, if they ever think, make... If they, um, here's a random thing for you, and I don't think you'd know who I'm talking about because you don't really like this style of music. If they ever make an Iggy Azalea biopic, Emily DeRaven is a shoo-in to play Iggy Azalea. You have no idea who I'm talking yeah. about. You're speaking a foreign language. Iggy Azalea is a, is a white, blonde Australian woman who went over and starts doing gangster rap. So, yeah, go figure that. Oh, you know the one who does from... Fancy? Oh, I'm so fancy. She's from Brisbane or something? Uh, she's from, like, yeah. No, she's, uh, like, from a small rural town near Brisbane. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh... One of the girls who was in my class earlier th- last year, uh, Wink Wink, um, <laughs> went to school with her. Mullumbimby. She's from Mullumbimby. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the most so random story. To this person, I have no idea who it is. I look, and I'll be honest, I don't mind some of Iggy Zaley's music. I mean, she's one of these rappers who everything sounds the same, and she's got that real, like, bogan accent when she raps. But, like, seriously, look her up and clear. And Claire and Emily DeRaven, there we go. I've, I've cast your biopic on Iggy Azalea. <laughs> it's Emily DeRaven. Um, I'm thinking Nicole Kidman for Claire. No. <laughs> <laughs> she's got that kind Look, of... Okay, let's, let's be completely maybe honest. Maybe not Hollywood, but I, she's got that kind of posh. 100% honest. Meryl Streep could not do the role of Claire <laughs> Justice, alright? <laughs> like, no one can. Yeah, but I mean... This is going to sound so mean, but let's not give Emily DeRaven too much credit. Because Are we giving her credit? <laughs> well, <laughs> the opposite. saying it's the character of Claire, and it is the character of Claire. It's just a character that once she's had her baby, there's not much you can really... There's a reason they made her disappear for a season. There's just nowhere you can really go after that. Could you not take her out um, of the entire show? Like, do we need Aaron and the baby in this show at all? <laughs> They should have kept Shannon and killed Aaron and Claire. (laughs) Aaron's in... (laughs) Get Boone and Shannon, right? Aaron's up in the plane. (laughs) Squashes Aaron. (laughs) Claire's off having sex with Saeed. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was thinking more like... uh, Claire's wandering through the jungle seeing Walt, and then Anna Lucia accidentally shoots Aaron. 
Oh. In Claire's arms, and then Claire's standing there with the bloody dying shot arrow. Mama, Amy! His head exploded. That that Lucy was like, "Oh my God, no! Oh, bang! Shut up for the road." <laughs> Yeah. Shut up about your dead baby. They should just put Claire uh, in the hatch with um, Henry Gale. My baby, Henry. Where's... Oh, all right, I'll tell you everything. All right, another. Another. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, I just don't like baby plot lines in TV shows. I think it's like something TV shows do when they like get to like season three or something. Like, oh, what are we going to do this season? Yeah. I will make someone pregnant i agree um, i agree with you completely the difference is this time they did it um in season one from the get-go in the pilot and yeah it's an interesting thing when you see her in the pilot you're like oh this is going to be interesting and it is for a lot of season one but after she gives birth and especially because they didn't make aaron important obviously it's important to kate's storyline but it wasn't like aaron was like the chosen one, or like this was a big plot line about Jacob's. It's really Jacob's child, or like there was nothing about Aaron. Like, yeah, a lot of people thought, oh, Aaron is so important. He's so important. He was born on the island, but because Aaron was just a baby, it kind of makes you think. Well, why did they even need a baby? Why couldn't they just had an Australian girl and she had her own kind of thing going on, her own backstory? And it kind of it goes back to like, our point when we talked about why is there only one Australian on this whole flight? Like, I mean, I've flown from Sydney to LA before, and it's usually about 50-50. Even when you catch a flight from LA to Sydney, there's still a bunch of Australians on the damn plane. So, um... Like, why couldn't have they made, like, the Australian character, like, Rose's storyline? Like, some Australian girl whose husband was on the other side of the plane, and they were off to LA for some mysterious reason that we'll find out in flashbacks, and, like... Yeah, I don't know. Again, there's enough freaking Australians in Hawaii. It's not like you know they're trying to find Pakistani Indian Muhammad from a few episodes ago. Like, well, apparently you would think not if you watched all of season one flashbacks that we covered (laughs) with all the Australian accents. Yeah, but it's yeah, I agree. And like, uh, apparently we are the police, not (laughs) the doting police. (laughs) I'm trying to like actually think of any TV show where the baby sort of twist has ever worked, and I cannot think of one. Nothing (laughs) like even. Even Breaking Bad, it's kind of a bit like, well, she's, why did we need this? She's pregnant like, to start, though, isn't she? That's another sort of thing that's kind of different, right? Is she pregnant to start? On Breaking Bad? Yeah, she's pregnant to start, I isn't she? I don't think so. Oh. Isn't the first I've episode we find out she's pregnant? Once. I think you find out in the first episode she's pregnant. Um, You've seen it sooner than I've I have. I've seen it twice. <laughs> so one more than you, I have. But yeah. No, because um, like even on the shows we're covering here, like... Third watch, there's one... Oh, no, there's two. That comes back into it later on. So, there's two. Oh, no, they're pregnant storylines. And then Nip Tuck, it's kind of... Yeah, first season, she's pregnant. She loses the baby. Third season, she's pregnant again. Has the baby in the fourth season. It's disabled. So, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> and I just mean, like, just like mean, uh, Aaron, it's also got a quite annoying mother in Nip Tuck too. So, there you go. I mean, we are going to get another... Uh, oh, no, she's pregnant. But that's different. That's this show, but I think that works. Yeah, that's. Um, I'm guess you're talking about the one in a couple episodes, right? Next in episode, one episode. <laughs> yes. um, but I mean, I get the feeling they wrote the pilot, and they probably didn't even think the pilot would ever get picked up. Like most pilots, don't really get picked up, and they'd be like, "Oh, what's an interesting dilemma that would be on the show? Criminal? Yeah, we'll put that. In. We'll put a pregnant girl in there, and we need an Australian character. We'll combine them." Uh, and then they were kind of stuck. Is it, it because? 
you can't kill off Claire. Like Hurley, you can't kill Claire, you can't kill Hurley. So they were kind of just stuck with it from that point Is on. it ever explained? I know they even mentioned in this episode where kind of like Ethan's like, oh, it's not recommended that you fly and you're third like Trump. Like, is it like actually medically possible for a woman? Like, I thought it was completely forbidden. Like, women at a certain point cannot fly because it's just the <laughs> well, airlines will refuse them because like if, it, you know, something happens, the airlines are going to get sued. I like to think that uh, Oceanic is a budget airline where, <laughs> you know, that we saw them trying to swindle Hurley, buy two tickets. So What's the... I, um, I feel like... Sorry, I keep interrupting you. I'm in a bad zone today. What's the airline in the six, the sixth season, the other one? Ajira. Ajira, yeah. Okay, sorry. Like, yeah, I'll stop interrupting you. I'm being rude. I'm being Claire. But did you have a point? No, I was just, I just was like thinking of random airlines that they have. Like, what's worse, Ajira oh. or Oceanic? Uh, <laughs> Well, Oceanic ended up probably getting sued quite a bit. So they were oh. they actually Oceanic. I think I read somewhere that that was kind of like a fictional airline that was used in other shows, wasn't it? Like, wasn't this like yeah, a, a kind of like a, cool? Yeah, like it was kind of it retconned into other universes. So um, yeah, I like that. Yeah, so do I. But yeah, so I guess they were just stuck with Claire, and you know, there's some moments, but there's also a reason they made it disappear for a season, and I think it really plays well with Kate's overall story arc. Um, so yeah, it is what it is. Um, there's worse actors on this show, but probably not worse lead actors. Who um, who are the worst actors on the show? <laughs> well, just some of the background actors. The Indian guy in the chicken suit. <laughs> Got the job because he had his own chicken suit. <laughs> um, I really don't like uh, the girl who plays Charlotte. I don't, think yeah, I, I don't like the character of Charlotte in general. But I don't know if it's she's a bad actor or if it's just I find her annoying. She was in a I'm Marvel sure. movie? Well, she which one? I think she's in Iron Man three. I think I worked that out. So um, no, I've never seen it. Um, let's let's well, uh, we'll be back next week with the whole crew. <laughs> um, um, uh, so we were in a flashback. Uh, you're up um, to the catch a call, stalling, oh, yeah, falling yeah. star. Catch a yep. falling star. Do, 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 do. Uh, and then we hear someone calling out to Ethan, and we see kind of Claire looking through the door. I think it's a really nice shot. And it's Tom, but uh, where'd the beard at? Um, <laughs> but this is a flashback, so I guess th- you, you could make a conclusion that he just grows beards really fast. Some people do, but we'd later find out that's not true. But, where'd the beard um, at? <laughs> hashtag lot lost um, episode 15 where the beard at <laughs> this is this is where i i feel like um it's a shame that lost didn't exist in a day and age of hashtags hashtag my baby hashtag what <laughs> um and then tom says what am i going to tell him which is kind of nice foreshadowing we don't know it's who him is at this point um, we get that with uh, Henry, too, in a couple of episodes, don't we? Like, oh, you know, I, I'm going to fail him. He'll kill me anyway. Like, yeah. Yeah. I and, I mean, you could argue even now who they're talking about, but... We know who it is. Um, well, no, no. I mean, even knowing who, you could argue, well, maybe they're talking about Ben. Kimberly Joseph. Maybe they're talking about <laughs> Jacob. Um, so... We have Kate and Claire, Thelma and Louise, off checking through the jungle, and we've got old gummy Kate. Ah, oh, the tracks are gone. The trail ends here. 
Uh, and then, bonjour! Hello! Uh, why did she kill them? Because they were infected. Um, why does she, she trust him so? Again, let's go back to the end of last season. She kidnapped freaking Aaron! And she's just all like, oh, hello, bonjour, he's Rousseau. Well, I mean, they don't, but she knows where to take them, so they have to. Um, and she says it's not far from here. Um... Then somehow Echo knew about Henry. Um, Echo's got the gin super hearing or something. Um, and Echo wants to speak with him alone. Um, Jack, and he man, blackmails Jack. <laughs> Hello. <Yeah. laughs> I love you. Famous quote. <laughs> Don't tell me what I can't do. If we can't live together, we're going to die alone. We have to go back, Kate. Hello. Hello. I want a little, like, emoji of Mr. Echo on a T-shirt that just says, Hello. Hello. With, like, a this little Jesus stick. There we go, people. If you be- We're huge by the time this episode airs in 2018. I want somebody to make me a T-shirt, size, like, 5XL, but, like, put, like, a little, you know, emoji of Mr. Echo with a Jesus stick. Hello. I would like Hello. to have a word with you. <laughs> um, but he blackmails Jack into letting Echo speak to him alone. Um... The Galpal team arrived to where Claire scratched Russo. Um, and Claire, you were taking me back to the others. Angry Russo. <laughs> um, and I, <laughs> you said you remembered. <laughs> Sassy Russo. In France, you um, know what we do? We run away now that we're so angry. Bye bye. <laughs> we surrender. <laughs> In France, we hit liars with rifles in the head, even when they're pregnant. You um, lie. I just love the way she's like, you lied to me. <laughs> like, just angry Rousseau. Liar. Liar. You know, Where's my baguette? In France, French people hate Australians. <laughs> Where I'm from, French people don't like Australians. <laughs> but I think there's a really nice point. Uh, pl- bit where Kate points a gun at Rousseau and go ahead. Oh, yeah. Please. I love that. Do it. She just walks towards like, her. Badass Rousseau. Uh, total upstage Emily Durant here from Mira Ferlin, who, <laughs> I, I'm just going to say, she, apart from Michael Emerson, Mira Ferlin is the star of this episode. I think she does great. Um, and that's a great moment. Like, go ahead, please do it. Like, if, if there's one way to get someone to not shoot you, it's to say, oh, yeah, shoot me. That that just works in all the movies and TV. Shows. You know, this so, would be so funny if Kate's just like, okay, <laughs> bang. Yeah, now, now someone's going to follow my advice uh, in real life and get a gun pointed at them rather than saying, no, please don't do it. It's like, go ahead, do it, and get shot. Um, so rest in peace, uh, Adam Gray. No, I wonder if he's dead. He can't make my T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we've got no listeners, so each week we're just going up to dead air. Where does uh, Adam no leave if he's getting guns pointed at him? Like <laughs> Gagebrook or something. <laughs> Frankston. Uh, it's a dangerous time in 2018. Oh, God, the world changed this year, didn't the it? Has, oh. The world has like gone Mad Max. We're all living crazy. <laughs> we're living in the desert. Um, <laughs> we're recording this through tin cans and yeah, like. Yeah, quick, they'll catch us. Hurry up. Um, <laughs> but we have our third vision, and Ethan's checking in with Claire, and he wants to take her out. So I think he's got a bit of a crush on her. He wants to take her out for a date. There's a love story. Um, uh, but they're going out for the walk. I like Ethan. He's so friendly. And this Dr. Ethan. 
Um, the whole like hanging up in trees thing. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah. You know, everyone has their flaws. <laughs> I, mean, I, I wouldn't get too hung up on it. No pun intended. <laughs> uh, but Ethan's going to tell her a secret. Uh, and then I think he really does have a crush on her. He says, "I'm going to miss you. I wish you didn't have to go." Aww. Um And then probably the biggest kind of bit of information here is they were going to deliver the baby, and then they were going to get rid of Claire. So, so. Not, like, <laughs> they had all these lists, like Cindy, she's on the list, and like the kids, all these lists in the tailies. But Claire, no, nah, we just want the baby. She, we can't have her in the camp. We're gonna send her back. <laughs> like, I mean, Claire doesn't even make the make. That's pretty harsh of the others. Um, so they're gonna take Claire back, uh, and then he's pretending to give Claire a choice. Like, it's up to you. Do you? Um, Back back in the present, we got rain coming down. It's always good when oh, we got storm loving. You know something's about to go down, uh, and they find the station. So this is the Arrow Station. We'll see a bit of this uh, throughout the show. I think it pops up a couple of times. Juliet will be down here a few times. Um, so it's kind of the medical station. Um, but I love the filming and the set design here when they go in the station is abandoned mm. and they've got the flickering lights. It's like a horror movie, like Silent Queenstown. Hill or something. It's great. Yeah, it really is. Um, uh, and they're all looking around and Kate finds the kind of tattered costumes and the beanie and the beard in the locker. Mm, so where the beard at? There it is. That, that where the beard at? <laughs> um, so... We're like, what? So that's a fake beard? Um, maybe that's Jack's beard in there. Um, and Claire finds a little baby booty Aww. Um, that she knitted and has her fourth vision. Uh, this time she's woken up by Alex. Um, first introduction of Alex. Although she's credited as young girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's Alex. Did they say her name in this episode no. or not? Or it's just, you I'm, know. I'm, I'm literally reading a obviously. trivia bit here that says, Tanya Ramond was originally credited as young girl to keep viewers from knowing that Alex would be introduced. Uh, um, we did already hear Alex yeah. in the hunting party. Bring her out, Alex. Um, but this is the first time we see her. Because I was about to say, is this the first episode of Lost to not introduce a single new character? Um, but technically... Alex was only named and like not Alex. seen. Yeah, she's cool. Um, you, you, I think you, you could buy that she is the daughter of her. I think they look kind of yeah. similar. And, I always had a mad crush um, on her. Really? Well, she's only a year um, younger than me too, so I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> oh, for the first time. <laughs> Yay, Ben got it right. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of cool. That's another good thing this episode does. It does introduce Alex. I like all the Russo stuff. And one thing I really like about this episode is the, the thematically looking back on it, the three people that are there, uh, Rousseau, who followed, uh, who lost her child, Claire, who's going to lose her child and turn into Rousseau pretty much. <laughs> Uh, and Kate, who Aaron and a child plays a huge role in her storyline. So, looking back on it, it's kind of cool to see like the the seeds being sown here for this kind of storyline, and who and notice that Kate's always kind of around during the baby plot lines, which is cool. I don't know if they knew, oh, we're going to have flash forwards and she's going to get Aaron, but it's still cool to look back on it. Um, but Alex helps her escape. Um, they because uh, they're going to cut Aaron out of Claire tonight, which 
pretty full on. Um, and then Alex, Claire doesn't want to go, where's Ethan, my friend? <laughs> she's in love Ethan. with him. Yeah, my baby Ethan. She's, she's a bit of a, you know, a bounce around girl, isn't she? Oh, Charlie. Oh, Ethan. Charlie. Oh, Locke. Yeah. Uh, she's learning from uh, the future mother of her baby. Um, and then Alex chloroforms Claire. Yeah, Jesus. Like, pregnant woman, nine month pregnant. 16 year old Alex just takes down pregnant Claire. Is that safe? Uh, nine month pregnant She literally woman. caught a plane that pregnant. I think chloroform's not going to be, you know. And she survived a plane crash. Yeah. Yes. Um, so Claire remembers where the vaccine for the baby was, but they look and the shelves are empty. Everything's been ransacked. They've completely abandoned this station. Uh, then we have angry Claire to Russo. Tell me where it is. <laughs> Tell me where it is. Um, and we get our fifth and final vision uh, where... Oh, I didn't mention at one of the points. It's either Ethan or Tom. They talk about how Ethan didn't have time to write the list. It was Tom, for I the, think, said that, yeah. Yeah, because uh, they caught on to him. That's kind of cool to tie it in with the other 48 days because it is kind of a good point of, like, well, why did they not take anyone from that camp? Yeah, but, which I was, yeah, um, sort of. But I also wrote down here Dick Rousseau when, like, um, Claire's trying to lift the fridge out up and she's like, help me, help me, and Rousseau just, just doesn't give a shit. She just looks. No. She's like, oh, fine. Kate, help me. <laughs> she just looks at it like Dick Rousseau. <laughs> yeah, Claire, uh, Rousseau does her own thing. Um, but fifth vision, Claire wakes up in the jungle. She's screaming for Ethan. Uh, and Ethan and the little gang are out there. Claire, Claire, they're coming after her. Um, and uh, we have Rousseau there. So... You know, just a near miss between Alex and Rousseau. They're both conveniently <laughs> helping. Uh, she tries to get Claire to be quiet, but, you know, that's impossible to get Claire to be quiet. Not I, not um, my so, my favourite bit of the episode, boom! Like, after she's just been chloroformed, <laughs> Rousseau knocks her out with the butt of her <laughs> rifle. No wonder she's got amnesia. She's getting oh, drugged. Yeah. She's getting knocked out. Probably yeah, that, that explains the amnesia. <laughs> caught some sort of, like, she scratched Rousseau, this French woman who's been in the jungle for like 20 years probably some sort of disease she's caught from her nails on her blood like you know she got scabies yeah scabies on the island like god like this is i hate or even rabies maybe you you hate the old baby plot line in tv shows you know i hate an old amnesia storyline but this makes sense now (laughs) yeah it all makes sense (laughs) i wouldn't expect her to remember a thing terry bauer Um, season one of 24 like she just got in an explosion like she's not getting butt-headed and chloroformed chloroformed and (laughs) injected and you know she's gone through a lot um but I, I do like that, how they tie this in with Exodus. Remember when Claire's like, I did these scratches. And I think it's, this episode really does tie things together well. And that's pretty much its purpose is to just wrap up that plot line from season one. But it wraps up quite a few plot lines. Um, and I like the way they do the flashbacks. Um, it's kind of cool to watch it on the chronological loss because then you get to see, as the days go on, you get to see these little scenes of what Claire's up to at the same time, because this is happening during season one. Like, when we recap season one, this was all happening. Uh, so it's kind of cool to watch it like that. Um, but, yeah, I, I really into the flashback. Obviously, it doesn't hold up too well, but just getting Alex for the first time, more Rousseau and tying up that scratch 
plot line and the the twist that Russo was actually trying to help her and not attack her. Uh, and getting Ethan back, he's going to show up quite a few times. It's always good to have Ethan. Um, I like the way they do this. Obviously, it doesn't hold up too well, but at the time, I think it, it's cool to have a new way of doing flashbacks than that. Normally, going forward, it would be like Dem- uh, not Demma, Desmond, who kind of gets the weird style breaking form, but I think it really does work. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's again, it's it's a shame that it's Claire, but um, you know, it's we kind of get that soon, don't we, with Michael at the end of this season too, don't we? So, um, yeah. in a, in a way, it's also obviously a little bit different, but um, yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, it's kind of for such like I I reckon if this maybe was just a Claire flashback, uh, what was her dick? boyfriend's name uh the brisbane bronco Tom, Tom, yeah uh-huh. like if he was back, yeah, like, we didn't need to see more of him this this to me is a like i know we're not finished i know there's still a bit to go but i'm just saying this is a binnable episode to me but like i think the the flashback kind of saves it from being a bin like it's actually i like the fact that we kind of get it and kind of we see this even though it's kind of such almost like a minor thing like we don't really give a shit on the grand scheme of things i've lost that why she was taken but it, it still works like it's just yeah, one of these but we got answers yeah like it and like as you as you always say, like people say this show doesn't answer anything, and this I was actually having a conversation with this today about someone. They said like, oh yeah, I watched Lost, but I gave up after like five seasons because I just got lost. And I'm like, well, have you ever gone back and watched it? Like, no. And I'm like, well, go back and watch it in order, like, cause, like, and watch it kind of fairly quick with each other, and it makes so much more sense. So they gave up after five seasons. Apparently. <laughs> Oh, there's one more to go. Commitment. (laughs) (laughs) Sixteen episodes left to watch. Mm. They got to the penultimate episode. Oh, I don't really want to know how this ends. I give up. (laughs) Yeah, I got too lost. (laughs) But um, yeah. So no, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree. Like as you watch it, I think we're. I mean, it will be interesting to look back, but I think we'll find that season two probably has the most answers out of any season. Like, we're getting so much in almost every episode. They're kind of clearing stuff up from season one, but obviously at the time it didn't feel like that because we didn't know where this show was going. So every kind of answer just felt like more questions, and we didn't know if there was going to be some big twist, is it purgatory or whatever. So it may not have felt like it at the time, but looking back, knowing how the show ends, I think we've spun that season two probably had some of the most answers of all the seasons. Um but yeah I, like uh, they had to have at least one claire episode although they give up for season four five and six but um yeah imagine if it was the same plot line without the flashbacks and instead the flashbacks were how claire met thomas yeah, that's that's where i moment would, aaron was conceived i'd be binning like, it i would be binning it that's what yeah like i just think that this yeah. this flashback actually saves it from being a binnable episode yeah because there's really nowhere to go with claire and they do find somewhere to go with claire I actually don't mind uh, Parvion from season three. It's not the best twist of all time, but at least it gives something new for Claire. Um, so, my yeah, dad! Got one my dad! Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and we're going to get dark-haired emo Claire in that episode. She's hot. Um, she's, like, I think, <laughs> I think she's hot blonde, but Claire. she's even hotter when she's emo Claire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see how she acts that one out, though. Um... So my Claire life is so it. depressing. Oh, woe is me! I wish I would just have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> my life has no meaning. I'm going to play my chemical romance. 
Uh, but Claire realizes Russo was actually trying to save her, which is a nice moment. Uh, and Russo says she carried Claire on her back all the way back to camp, but then ditched her. Like, and then later on, I kidnapped no. her baby. But just remember that time I helped you. Okay? Remember the bit I helped you. Just Everyone that bit. Okay, yeah, I knocked you out. Yeah, I ditched you. Yeah, I later on kidnapped your baby. And I just yelled at you about 10 minutes ago because you lied to me. But remember that time that I saved you. <laughs> yeah. Um, give me something. Come on, I've been on this island for 16 years. I'm French. Years. We actually did something proactive um, for once. But I do like the Russo moment. You Like, this is a better Russo episode than a Clara episode, <laughs> I feel. Um, you weren't the only one who didn't find what they were looking for. Uh, great little moment from Russo. But this is where she says about Alex. This is where the name Alex gets mentioned, isn't it? Where she's uh, like, what was your daughter's name? Yeah. Alexandra. Well... Yeah, a different scene, but it is right now, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not where... one for the French accent, but can I just say she sounds sexy when she says Alexandra? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not even really a French accent, so you're allowed to like it. Like, she's not French, it doesn't even Good, sound Good, all right, French, okay. Okay, like... I'm okay to like her then, she's not French, I'm safe. Good, all right, I like her. Yeah, so I think she's like <laughs> Croatian or something. Uh, it doesn't is she even German? Sound Didn't we French. go over this? No, nah, she's not German. Oh. Um, what was the German thing? Oh, the subtitles was that she was German, not French in French or something, wasn't it? Yeah, like in the French um, subtitles, she's yeah. Anyway, sorry. She's like southern, yeah, Croatian. Oh, southern Croatian. Oh, I always get the the, no, the I was two regions say of southern Croatia. European, <laughs> Eastern European. But then I just found the answer. See, the northern oh, Croatian's very German-esque. But when you say the southern Croatia, oh, okay, ah, piss off. <laughs> <laughs> wow, snappy Noah. <laughs> uh, but ah, yeah, Rus. Ru- they're returning back to camp, and ru- classic Russo, I'm not going any further. Um, I'm done for a couple of weeks. <laughs> I'll be back soon. My contract um, ran out on Lost. I need to go back to Hawaii yeah. and chill with They cannot afford another main star. Um, <laughs> so, I always wish they, she kind of got upgraded like Desmond and Ben and all them, but whatever. Um... And then, as you said, Alex, Alexandra was my baby girl. So, I, I don't know if that was... Did we answer who is Alex yet? Has that been brought up yet? Or is this the no, first No, well, it's kind of... Is it implied the way Claire's like, there was a girl, she had blue eyes, she was a teenager, like, and kind no, of... No, 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 not the character. Is this the first time we know when she's in the hut with Saeed and she's talking about Alex, Alex? Is this the first time we find out that Alex is Rousseau's... <laughs> Um, baby girl. Or... No, I feel like it was mentioned. I feel like when she goes on Alex, yeah, Alex like was my problem. baby. Like, I feel that that was mentioned. Big Lost no, fans, no, or not, I? No, it's definitely not in <laughs> Solitary, because that was one of our questions, who is Alex? So it definitely wasn't in that episode. But no, but isn't it throughout... in Exodus when they got the baby? Like, that I yeah, thought I mean, we were going well, to swap. I mean, you can check on the sheet and see if we've had <laughs> You think I could, but... but, you know, I'm lazy. But... Um... <laughs> Well, we're getting to that. Um, <laughs> so, where are we at? Where to be there? Uh, yeah, Claire remembers a girl. She was good. She wasn't like the others. Um, yeah, sorry to interrupt. Who has Who is Alex has been crossed off our list. I'm just looking at you. Anyway, yeah, move she on. must have said it at some point. Yeah. And then Russo says, I'm sorry you didn't find what you were looking for, but I hope your baby is not infected. But if it is, I hope you know what must be done. <laughs> Kill your baby, Claire. <laughs> She's telling Claire to murder her child if it's infected. 
If if not, I will come. Oh, down. that's that's all Russo classic Russo for you. It's a sitcom. Ah, um, oh, Russo. Mwah, Russo. Mwah, mwah. I wouldn't expect any less. Ah, <laughs> uh, but that's it for that plotline for the episode. Ah, uh, but Locks uh, washing some dishes in the hatch, and they let Echo into the armory with Henry. Um, and I love this moment. If the alarm goes off, don't tell him what's it what's it for, and Echo. What is it for? Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is a good point from Echo. Uh, like, what would he even say? Uh, and then he's talking to Henry. Um, <laughs> Come on, you got to leave. Do you mind if I sit, Henry? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. I am Mr. Echo. Do you mind if I do sit, you, Henry? <laughs> do you have a sore? <laughs> Are they treating you well? Like, it's just. Oh, I love it. I will start at the beginning. <laughs> I am building a Bible. <laughs> it will be big. <laughs> like me, I am a big man. Do you not agree? A big man. Do you like big men? <laughs> Where you come from? Do you like black people? <laughs> you you will you be my friend. <laughs> I think you're cute. <laughs> I have 30,000 Nigerian dollars. All you need to do is send me your bank account detail. <laughs> oh, come on. He's Nigerian. That's He's not racist. racist. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel Salada, my friend from Nigeria. <laughs> you had to go there. It's <laughs> not racist. He's from Nigeria. <laughs> That's like saying he's not, it's not racist, he's black. But it's not, like, I mean, only reason some scam from Australia. It's not racist. It's a stereotype, exactly there's a difference. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, oh, so fine, I, I apologise if people thought it was racist. I was, oh, it's 2018, remember what happened in 2018. Uh, oh, don't bring that up. Um... <laughs> We don't speak about what happened in 2018. <laughs> um, Echo tells Henry to two others, and uh, he apologises. I am back on a righteous path now. I regret my actions. And then, I mean, I don't know if this is a weird fetish or something, but he cuts off his two little beard <laughs> parts. Um, I love when he, um, Henry I'm guessing say is that a in a few episodes. Yeah, I don't know. I know. But I love that in a few episodes when, like, Henry's like, I've told it to everyone. i told it to this person. And I told it to the guy who dropped his beard off in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading here in this book. Uh, cutting the beard is a sign of mourning in the Old Testament. And since Echo cut two braids, he probably divided the two people he killed. Or maybe he was just trying to get Henry to soil himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny, Nicky. <laughs> Henry, oh no, don't try to beat up. <laughs> That's almost as good as when she said ruffle. <laughs> like, what is this? Like, some weird thing that, like, people shit themselves and they see people chop their beard up? Ooh, no, not the beard. <laughs> I mean, I probably would be if this happened. Um, <laughs> Echo's pretty scary. Uh, but it's a great scene. Like, if this was been, this scene alone would save her. I, I mean, AAA is great. Michael Emerson just continues to be, hands down, the best in every episode he's in so far. Um, so, yeah, it's such a good scene. But it's so random, especially if you don't really know much about the Bible. You're just like, uh, 
Okay. Yeah. Um, I want. I want um, into that kind of stuff. I want Henry to be like, "No, I don't forgive you. Let me out." <laughs> yeah, like, uh, you're weird. Yeah, I'd be doing that. Like if I'm like in that situation, no, nothing about the Bible. I'd just be like, "Dude, you just chopped your beard off in front of me and asked for forgiveness. Like, what do you want me to do? Um, blessed be, you are forgiven. Now move on." <laughs> now is this Echo apologising and? going back on a righteous path, or is Echo trying to call Henry Gale's bluff? Is this like a tactical move of, I killed two of them? I, I Look, I don't know. Like, everyone has their methods. Jack's tried to get him to talk. Locke's tried. Anna's going to try. Is this Echo's attempt? Well, I'll, I'll call the religious part. You know, like, if he's a cop and they're doing the well, good cop, bad cop, like, you know, hello, may I sit down? You broke the law. <laughs> Tell me about that. <laughs> like, you, just, you know... <laughs> Uh, Are they treating you okay? He should have a radio show. I want to show. see a cop show. With, cop show. Uh, Echo. I want to see him having a Echo's radio show. Hello. Hello. Welcome to 99.2 FM. My name is Mr. Echo. <laughs> Tonight, I'll be with you for an hour. <laughs> you play all Nigerian hits. <laughs> Today, we have a request from Claire. It is entitled, My Baby. Claire, we hope you'll find your baby. Hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> Here is one from Saeed. Saeed recently lost the woman he loved. This week at least. <laughs> <laughs> this one goes out to Shannon. <laughs> May you rest in peace. <laughs> oh, hello, listeners. I have a confession. I killed two people on the other side of the island. But I am on a righteous path. <laughs> Coming up at 8.30, we bring you traffic. Currently at the moment, no boat seen for three minutes. Quite busy out there. <laughs> Stay <Weather>. safe. <laughs> it is hot. <laughs> and remember, this show proudly brought to you by Sawyer's. If you wish anything to get, go to Sawyer. He has it available. <laughs> we have a celebrity gossip. Uh, <laughs> has been seen with dark. Or is that Steve? I don't know. I wasn't here when he died. And this week, we have Prank Call. Who will I call next on the coconut phone? This week's victim, it is Anna Lucia, who recently <laughs> murdered someone accidentally. We pretend to be a police officer. Will she fall for it? <laughs> hello, this is Anna. Yes, hello. hello. This is Sergeant Echo. I mean, uh, Sergeant no. Johnson. Hello, this is your former partner, Big Mike. <laughs> Hello, Anna. Remember me? Uh, what is this? What is going on? <laughs> People don't like me. Oh, she hung up. Next, we ring up Saeed and pretend to be Nadia, his long-lost lover, and tell her... That she knows about Shannon. <laughs> we have so much Hello, Saeed. I am your long lost lover, Nadia. Remember me? <laughs> now we have Hurley for a joke of the week. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> joke of the week with Hurley. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> we have some breaking news. 
coming to you from the hatch. Apparently, we found some beards and some clothes. What does it mean to talk? Here is Locke, the man who knows everything. John, hello, John. What do you feel this is about? A roaming reporter, Daniel Russo. Hello, bonjour, yes, hello, Mister Ego, bonjour. <laughs> yes, I've been roaming. I don't join the camp, but I've been inspecting. I've been on the case. <laughs> I didn't help with the cases. We keep now getting we weird have... transmission coming in. Let's play this one. Yeah, hi, it's Boone. <laughs> I want to be involved. Okay, no, we'll cut him off. He's not no, no longer. <laughs> cut that. No, no, no. Uh, now, rumor has it there's been an infection on the island. Uh, for our weekly medical advice, here's Dr. Shepard. <laughs> you don't know what you're Dr. talking Shepherd. about. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an infection. Babies get sick. <laughs> And here's our live performance by Charlie. Oh, wait, no, we're not talking to Charlie. His contract has been cut. Yes, he, he is not on a right <laughs> In a church update, the first logs have been cut. There's been rumors that I'm actually building a Bible, but it's actually a church. It's a church. That is a false rumor. That is what we call rumor. <laughs> That is all for me this week. <laughs> Next week, more on the flourishing romance of Libby and Hurley. Will they get together? And will he remember? And is there a pregnancy on the island? Maybe we'll find out next week. Who could it be? <laughs> and speaking of which, here is Minute Work with Who Could It Be Now? We'll see you next week on Echo. Vegas <laughs> <Take us> out. <laughs> Who could it be now? <laughs> And remember, everyone, make your own kind of music. <laughs> oh, my Hello. God. I mean, good night. We have way too much time. This is why these episodes go for so long. <laughs> That's the Echo Radio, Island Radio Show. Um, <laughs> Hello. I would listen. I would, too. Next up is Geronimo Jackson. <laughs> uh, what's this episode next where we get a little... I think it's a bit of Geronimo oh. Jackson. I think it's next week. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, so anyway, where were we at? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, written Henry looks terrified uh, when the beard gets cut. So I guess she was right, Nikki. Uh, later, what a surprise. Aaron is fine. Uh, so this was all for nothing. And Jack's like, tell you something. Yeah, uh, Claire gives him the booty. Um, Mummy made Henry. this for you. Yeah, I mean, they don't really care about wrapping up that, because back to the hatch. Uh, Henry asked Locke if uh, his Hemingway story was true, and I love this. This is total Benjamin Liner's mind games here. Uh, which one are you? Are you the genius, or are you the guy who feels like he's living in the shadow of the genius? Um, this is so good, Henry, like, turning Locke and Jack against each other. Like, uh, Why do you let him treat you like that? Um, mm. And then... It's so good. Michael Emerson is just amazing. And this early signs of Benjamin Linus from the get-go. Um, and Locke leaves and angry Locke. Uh, Don't tell me you're like, I'm doing smashing all the dishes. Oh, that, like, that gives me the frustrations. I want to clean that up. Yeah, it's like, 
I mean, you know, you'd think Locke would be a bit more composed rather than letting... Because obviously Henry's going to hear that. Um, but it's such a great end of the episode. This is the first signs of evil sadistic, like Benjamin Linus, who the at this point probably doesn't even care. He's just so... Yeah. Uh, this man is a total psychopath slash sociopath. What is in that bowl that he gives him? Because I love the way he says, like, oh, no cheeseburgers, huh? But what is it? It's like a bowl of what? I guess it's just cereal that they've been eating. It's but... weird. It's like, it looks like potato, but it's like, pff, here's your bowl of potato. Mmm, <laughs> potato. Oh, maybe it's like tinned Dharma potato. Maybe, maybe it's Deb. Remember Deb? That potato, Deb? like you pour water to it and it becomes like mashed potato. <laughs> You've never had but, Deb um, before? No. It's good. Um, just kind of random side note that no one even cares about because of these like plain Dharma labels, you know, like the Woolworths or as Coles, they have like the home brand, yeah. like, the brand from the supermarket. It's all in plain yeah. labels and stuff like whenever growing up, we had like tinned fruit or something like that. We'd just call it Dharma fruit. <laughs> or if we had like tinned, like whatever you can get, like corn spears or something. Oh, they, get the Dharma corn, please. They don't like, do it anymore, though. Thing. Did you notice they don't do it anymore now that supermarkets uh, have been kind of, they've sort of, like their home brands become like trendy. So they like, up, now that, they change uh, the packaging to make them look fancy. Now that Lost is over. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, but like it became a thing. Even my dad, who hated Lost, he would be like, oh, do we have any Dharma fruit? It became a thing in our house. I remember I that, it depended where you shopped. So I remember like Coles was um, savings. So it was like blue and white label. I think Woolworths, wasn't it like red and white or something like that? Or back when it used to be called Purity. Um, and then like, you know, IGA was like black and gold label or something like that. But um, yeah, we were always pov. We would always get the where home brand. Where are you going brand. with this? We always got the home brand. <laughs> we were yeah, poor. Yeah. Still do. Yeah. It um, tastes the same. Sad. Yeah, something. Most of them. Um, the home brand Deb, though. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Home brand Deb. Uh, it's called Bed. It's not even called Deb. Or Debra. Or, <laughs> um, Debbie. Uh, so that's maternity leave. Great ending. Um, so answers, questions. We definitely got uh, some answers. Uh, where was Claire gone when she was missing? Um and I'm not sure if it was a question, but why did Claire scratch Russo? I'm not sure if we had that. What, ep- what episode do we have to go back to for Claire? Uh, well, she got kidnapped at the episode. Where has Claire 10, been? Maybe episode 11. No, it was episode 14, yeah. according to this. Um, when she came back. And the same episode, why is Walt special? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Well, wouldn't we like to know? Is that one that we'll never actually answer? Um well, mm, uh, yeah. do we have the scratch one? Uh, what Maybe it, I always just laugh at this one. What is the deal with the numbers? <laughs> yeah, no, we don't. So, um, uh, and then I had for the questions, uh, why were the others wearing fake ba- beards and ragged clothing? Why were the others wearing fake beards and ragged clothing? But I, I feel like it's more of a uh, answering one than a question. I've got one. Uh, will uh, Echo's radio show uh, be back? Be it. <laughs> yeah. Best will of. Will it be renewed? The best of Mr. Echo on DVD. <laughs> Hello. No, because he's going to get killed. Ah, <laughs> Hello. Too soon. Hello. If you are watching this infomercial, you'll know that this is a DVD from Mr. Echo radio show. <laughs> I hope you buy for all the special features, including uninterested interviews with Kate. 
Claire and her baby. Baby updates. <laughs> Live traffic report. Virgin Mary statue count. How many are left? The guns. All of that. More. Where is Sawyer hiding them? <laughs> That's all on Mr. Echo. Radio show, special feature, DVD. By now, and I'll throw in a free Jesus stick for the first 15 customers. And a piece of my beard. <laughs> Two pieces of my beard. For every Goodbye. person I've killed. I mean, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw in a piece of beard for every person to kill. Mr. Echo's radio show coming at you today. Dude. My <laughs> 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 baby! Uh, so a bit of trivia if we've got anything, as we kind of mentioned with special, uh, these flashback events take place between uh, Raised by Another and Special. Uh, a door with the words Escape Hatch were written next to it, noticeable in the staff's corridor. Uh, the four planes have oceanic labels on it. Oh, no. Uh, the numbers are written on the medicine that Ethan grabs. That's kind of interesting. Um Oh, the episode uses a different flashback noise rather than the trade Shut up, noise. Lost, I didn't notice. No, <laughs> I didn't notice that. Actually, <laughs> uh, the dialogue between Ben and Locke about how Jack seems to hold authority despite Locke's insistence that they make decisions together is repeated, nearly verbatim, in Every Man for Himself. However, this time the roles are reversed, as it's Jack speaking to Juliet about Ben. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, this is the first episode to not feature Anna Lucia since she first appeared. Um, second episode taken remotely, taking place remotely on the island. First appearance of Alex. Fourth extended episode, and on the season six DVD feature "See You in Another Life, Brother." This episode is referred to as "Maternity Matters." It's likely that the title of that was that the title of the episode at some point during production, or they just screwed up and you're trying to save face. Um, so, what are we going to do with maternity uh, Maternity matters. Where are we going to rank this one? I just, I just love the blooper here. At around 12.02, when the camera flashes back to Kate holding Aaron, she's clearly holding a doll and not a real baby. Um, thanks for that, Lostpedia. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, I said... Oh, Wiener Poo liked my Instagram post. Oh, Wiener Poo's liked a few of my stuff, actually. Did you see that picture she posted the other day? She's looking pretty good. Um... <laughs> Anyway, what's the bring? Unleashed date seventeen. Or... <laughs> no, it's all twenty eighteen. That's true. It's up to seventeen now. Um, no, this is the one in twenty eighteen where she comes on the road trip. <laughs> that's the one I'm referring. You're definitely not on that road trip then. Um, yeah, I'm going to rent it. I mean, you know, th- we said the flashback save face from a buy, and yeah, the last scene's great. Um, you know, the echo stuff's good, uh, but just Claire's a pain in the ass. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not a, it's not bin worthy, but it's, it's not buy worthy for me. So I, I'm going to rent it. Yeah. My sentiments pretty much echo exactly what you echo. Hello. Hello. Um, Thank you. Exactly Noah. what you say. Um, yeah, just to me, because people complain, this show never gave answers, but this episode is pretty much one big, just giving answers and satisfactory answers. Um, so Plus, with the kind of unique flashbacks, it's the best way of doing a Claire episode. And I remember watching this one live because I'm like, oh, what's going on? This is different. But it's, it's not one that I'm rushing to rewatch or anything. If I wouldn't just put it on if I want to watch an episode. Um, but it's decent. I feel like all the Claire ones are just decent. But yeah, she's really going down for me 
this flash uh this rewatch as well like saeed did too but now he's kind of back but claire just kind of never gets back unfortunately um but i'll rent it as well uh it's just okay cool uh so next episode it is uh the whole truth and nothing but the whole truth Tom Cruise. uh yeah uh, you can't yeah, handle the truth he is in Lost. He plays the the doctor next. Uh, <laughs> it was makeup like it when he was in what's that Robert Downey Jr. movie? Uh, uh, Tropic Thunder. Yeah, when Tom Cruise is all dressed up in that, he was also the Korean doctor next week. Uh, so next week it's Sun, and I feel like we're kind of in a recurring trend here of mid-season episodes kind of just being okay, and the start of seasons and end of seasons being really good, and the middle kind of being just okay um but sun and jin episode well sun episode uh is to me rarely ever the best or they're rarely ever like amazing but they're also rarely ever terrible um i like this their relationship so uh the whole truth it's 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 decent enough yeah i mean i always like a good jin and sun flashback but there's no jin it's only sun and we get dickhead douchebag bald guy back so um <laughs> yeah shannon's lover yeah, yeah it's yeah again it's like meh it's all right. I do kind of like some of the stuff on the island between Jin and Sun. Um, but, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Eh. <laughs> in the meantime, uh, do all the stuff uh, in that they do in 2018, like uh, swipers on your Zorgamid machines or whatever <laughs> we have in the future. Uh, so, <laughs> or, well, we don't have much in the future, actually, because we're Mad Max, aren't we? So yep. uh, send us a message in your tin can or your bottle or whatever and uh, pass it on to us. Uh, so and we'll the see whole you in truth... the Yeah, <laughs> uh, with Tina Arena. She could have played Tina Turner. Wrong Tina. <laughs> Tina Arena is the Australian. Tina Turner's the um yeah, wrong one. No, it's Tina Arena. Tina Turner Mad Max is an Australian thing. It's Tina Turner, trust me. We don't need another hero. It's Tina Turner. Um maybe it is. It's it so is. Tina Arena's not good enough to yeah, be in a it's movie. Tina Turner. You're right. The one time Ben's ever right. <laughs> I, uh, I just thought Australian, uh, and I like Beyond Thunderdome as well. I think it's underrated. So. Tina Arena's in I France with Rousseau. She's more famous in France than she ever has been in Australia. I've interviewed Tina Arena, nice lady. Um, <laughs> so, Tina Turner. We should do the Mad Max films. I like Beyond I've never, I've never seen any of them. I've never seen any of them. Oh, well, then even better. Um, so... Yeah, you shouldn't have admitted that on there. But anyway, well, by 2018, um, I have, of course. They're my favourite movies. Yeah, I mean, you don't need to see them. It's just real life now <laughs> here in the Thunderdome. Uh, in the meantime, that was Claire, uh, my baby, blah, blah, blah. The whole truth is coming up next. My name is Noah, and hello. My name is Ben. No cheeseburgers, huh? Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.